Elhamdülillah Elhamdülillahi ve kefe ve salatu ve selamu ala rasulihi lezi istafa ve eşhedü en la ilahe illallah vahdehu la şerike leh ve eşhedü enne Muhammeden abduhu ve rasuluhu I bear witness there is no deity but Allah and Muhammed is his servant and his messenger and his mercy to all mankind we pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessings upon all the prophets and upon our Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, we have, I have spoken to you in my previous khutbah about the very foundation of our relationship with Allah should be based on love. فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِي اللَّهُ بِقَوْمٍ يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ Allah will bring about a community that he loves them and they love him. And we looked over some of the things that we should ingrain our behavior, our character, our deeds that can trigger the love of Almighty. Today, inshallah, I shall continue on the same path. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and I'm quoting only the verse, the part of the verse that's relevant to the khutbah today, وَالْقَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضَ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Those who they conceal, they hold in their anger and their rage, those who pardon their fellow human being, and God loves the doer of good. And from these two, I shall focus today all, only on قَضِمِينَ الْغَيْظِ Those who control their anger and their rage. And when we look at the Prophet ﷺ, we find him worked diligently to refine the Arabs. Those and all those who came in contact with him in this very thing because of its significance. And sometimes you, we might stop and wonder that Almighty loves this specific behavior. And if we are to wonder why, why is it that important to Almighty that we control and we hold in our anger for that to trigger the love of Allah? Of course, we will hear why throughout the khutbah, but to start with, we know, brothers and sisters, there is no character, behavior, that in it, it, that in it, this aspect where people can't control, or we can't control our anger, and we become temperamental, we we we, we are we, we we act and driven by rage. That part is definitely not a good part, not a beautiful part of our character. And we know that, as the Prophet reminded us, in Allah Jamil Jamal, that Allah is beautiful, likes what is beautiful too. So when we look at this, we know that when we 
ingrained that part of our character where we control this rage and this anger, it can beautify our character. So on one hand, it is, it will beautify our character. On the other hand, the opposite of it, when we are outraged, when we lose it, when we are driven by our anger, by, by the wrath that go inside, it will affect our behavior. It will have a significant impact on our relationship with each other. And I will share with you a story that can galvanize the significance of this problem. One young boy was known to his family and to his friends, to his neighbor, that he loses his temper and he becomes very aggressive. To the point, this became a problem. Lara complains, can't have a friend, family complains, mother complains, so the father decided to, to deal, do something different. So he went and he bought quite few dozen of long, big nails, brought his son a heavy hammer, and he told him, listen, we're having a problem. He said, yes, I know, daddy, but I can't control it. He said, I understand. Why don't you come with me? They went to the backyard. He said, see that wood fence? He said, yes. He said, every time, whether you're at school or here, when you know you're about to lose it, try to hold yourself and come rush to this backyard, pick up the nail and hammer it into the wood fence. Fine. Of course, the son, the first few days of the week, he was hammering seven, eight nails a day. But the nail is heavy, and uh, the, the, the hammer is heavy, the nail is long, it's start having a shoulder problem. He decided he needed to control himself more. So he was able to dwindle it down to about two, three nails a day, to one nail a day, to no nails a day. Very happy. Went to his father celebrating. His father said, great. Now every time you experience that rage and you control it, take out a nail. Great, so the guy, the boy goes up from school at night throughout the day, taking out seven, six to seven nails a day. After a couple of weeks, a little bit more, no more nails. Came again celebrating with his father. His father is very happy. Now his son is controlling to the point, sure. He takes him to the backyard, look at the fence, and he tells him, what do you see? He see, I see a fence of wood full of holes. He said, this is exactly the relationship with your friends, with your family. Every time you get angry at them, you puncture the relationship and you damaged it. Although you took it out, although you might apologize, what happened? The hole is already in. Even if you took it out, the damage is already done. So the son looking at his father, and his father took his son, tell him, step back, look at the fence, how do you see it? I see it, puncture, looks ugly. He said, this is exactly your image will be ruined with, your, with the public. So this is a serious matter. So now we can move forward realizing that this is not something for Allah to love those who control this powerful force within us 
for it to be elevated to trigger the love of Allah, it means it has a serious ramifications in our daily and our life. How do we how do we tackle it? How do we deal with it? I will share with you one verse that can open our eyes. Hud alayhi salam. We all know messenger of Allah admonishing his people to worship one God and to spread justice. And look at the response of his community. We see you that you are a weak-minded and you are a liar. Just imagine, usually prophets are the best of the best leaders in their community and publicly they, he's being insulted in such a way. You are not all together and you are a liar. Oh my, my dear community, my dear people, I'm not weak-minded, nor the, and then I am a messenger from uh, uh, my Lord. I'm just delivering the message of my Lord, and I am advising you, and I'm trustworthy. Brothers and sisters, look at this response now. He'd been insulted, attacked on his integrity, and that's normally it can trigger a rage in, in any individual who's been, his integrity is being attacked, he or she's integrity being attacked. The first thing Hood looked at, he looked at himself. These accusations, do they hold? They don't hold. He is not a weak-minded. He's known all his life to be an intelligent thinker and, and so on. He's not a liar because indeed that he is a messenger of God. Why should he get angry? So the first thing he did, he looked at these unfounded attacks, to these attacks, and they are unfounded. There's no need for us to react. So the first thing we do is when we are secure deep inside, and when these attacks are unfounded, no reason for us to react. The Prophet ﷺ once was sitting down with his companions uh, and, and had some spoils from one of the battles, trying to divide it among the people. One of the people did not like what he got. He told the Prophet, be just. This is not a division of a man who is heeding Allah and trying to be just. Who is he talking to? He is talking to the Prophet of Allah, the, the head of the state, the leader of a community. And the Muslims around, the companions, they were outraged. This is a big insult to the leader. They got up and they wanted to teach the man a lesson. The Prophet looked at them and he calmed them down and he responded to the man, if I am not the one, if I don't carry on justice, who else will carry justice? He's known all his history before he even became a prophet that he was a man of trustworthiness and he was a man of justice. People would come to him for him to judge. History tells. Then look at the continuity of the response. 
I will be in a great loss. I will be in a great loss if I don't carry justice. He didn't go after the man. He didn't say anything to him. The rest of the companions they were about to teach the man a lesson. But the Prophet again like Hud looked at himself very secure. These accusations are unfounded. No need for us to overreact. So the first thing brother and sisters life we will be attacked there will be insults they whether out of frustration whether out of ignorance whatever probably that true whatever it is the first thing that we have learned is to look at more secure we are that their accusations are unfounded less likely for us to react as we have learned from hood and from the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam the second thing is, brothers and sisters, I'm sure you've heard it in many khutbas and we read about it, is the self-control. I won't bore you with it because I'm sure you've heard it many times. And we know that the Prophet, when someone came to him and he told him that, uh, admonish me. He said, but the way the man spoke, the Prophet realized that the man is short-tempered. He told him, don't get angry, la taghdab. He said, give me something else. He said, la taghdab. Keep the la taghdab three times. The Prophet was talking to the companions, he told them, who is the mightiest and the strongest among you? He said, is, they, they responded, is the one who will not be wrestled down to the ground. The Prophet said, no, is the one who is in control of his anger. Don't let his anger rustles him, rustles him down. He is in check. We know about the whole idea of fasting is to control yourself. If someone provoke you or insult you, remind yourself that you are fasting. The whole training. So brothers and sisters, second is we find, we need to find. If we cannot, we find a way to control our anger. And nowadays there are so many uh, anger, uh, uh, management, anger, anger management control. There are so many things that you can take to make sure that this power can be tamed and controlled. Then we go to also the Prophet ﷺ taught us something that is we, we, we seldom remember. لَيْسَ الْمُؤْمِنُ بِطَعَانٍ وَلَا لَعَانٍ وَلَا فَاحِشٍ وَلَا بَذِيءٍ The believer is not someone who will stab in the back and speak ill of someone when he or she gets angry. Or someone who quickly curse and damn. You, you, you touch him, blows and start cursing and damning. Nor someone that will exceed the boundary. We're not passive people. We have the right to get justice. We have the right to make sure things are not violated. But fahish is when you exceed the limit. And last but not least, make sure that your language is not a disgusting one. Reality, it happens. Sometimes I may not be able to be at the level that I should be. It might take me some time. Some of us might take them years. I know it has taken me a long time to reach where the Quran wants me to be. But the, the Prophet is saying, in the meantime, while you are developing yourself and refining your character, watch what you say. If this anger gets to you, watch what you say. Be in control. And inshallah, ultimately you will get to the level that we, we talked about earlier. Another thing, brothers and sisters, it is important 
We are a community that the Quran is trying to refine Kuntum Khair Ummet and Ukhjatimnas to be the best is above. We have to humanity, we have to be a distinguished. Our character can't be just any character. And we find the Quran now is coming to refinement. The first is that confidence to be secure, the self-control to watch what comes out and to be control of what we say and what we do. Last but not least, we find the Quran is offering something very, very striking. Evil and good, they're not equal. Repel evil with what is good. And listen to this beautiful وَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ We are a community ought not to be driven by evil. The Quran is saying we are a community ought to be driven by what is good. The good is what drives us, not evil. And the Quran is saying here beautifully those who are insulting those who are attacking, those who are accusing you because of your good, because the good comes from out and we want to be closer to Almighty. And Allah is telling us, you supposed, because of that good from within you comes out, you're supposed to transform this animosity to kindness and friendship. الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي كتب على نفسه الرحمة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم The brothers and sisters in Islam we are eager and we struggle throughout our life to refine ourselves, to make sure we are of those have balanced and moderate temperament and not allow ourselves to be driven by anger and by rage. And of those who the good are within them, they repel this evil with goodness. Because when we do that, we will propel ourselves to a higher level of spirituality, higher level of ethical and moral character and behavior. Thus, triggering, as we were reminded in the earlier khutbah, triggering the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I will finish with a story that I am sure you've heard it. It was all over the news. A Muslim, his name is Muhammad Suhail from Long Island in New York. It was on national television, had a small store, and there was a robber who came in with a baseball bat trying to rob him. Of course, he is used to that, I guess. He had a shotgun ready that didn't have any bullets. So he got the shotgun and he responded to the man. So the man had the bat. Uh, Muhammad has a shotgun. So the man 
collapsed, telling him, please, sorry, because in his mind, the police and all these things now, and he starts crying, I, I, I come from, uh, because of need, I'm driven by need. Uh, my, my kids don't have uh, things to eat, I'm desperate, I need, I need milk, I need this, I need that. So what do you think Brother Muhammad did? What Muhammad did, There's no place for rage or anger, the guy is about to rob me, about to beat me, that knows what could have happened. He gives him $40, he gives him a loaf of bread, went to get him some milk, the man left, uh, told him that I want to be, before he left, I want to be a Muslim, and he was, the man was very impressed, not used to this type of, of, of behavior. And then later on he sent him a letter telling him that now he's straight, he's working hard, and he's studying Islam, learning about Islam, God knows, it doesn't matter. But what happened is, if you watch the news, it was all over. He was receiving phone calls right and left. People praising him from non-Muslims, people praising him of, of his work. That light penetrated the heart, the heart of the man, the robber, but touched the heart of thousands and thousands of people that projected a positive image of Islam. Living Islam, brothers and sisters, is what we all are striving to do. Refining our character, it is so important. Projecting the positive image that we've heard is so essential because it will be loved by our children, it will be loved by our, our fellow brothers and sisters in the society, but definitely will be loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify, purify our hearts. We pray, we pray to Him to strengthen our Iman. We pray to him to help us in refining our character and behavior, and we pray to him to make to throw in our hearts the tab of these that will trigger his love, and we pray to him to make us among those who he loves in this life and in the hereafter. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أقيم الصلاة.